Welcome to the Make Disciples Podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Welcome back to this episode of the Make Disciples Podcast. This is episode one of our new season, season six. So we're thrilled that you are joining us and joining me in the podcast studio today is uh, a member here at Wildwood, Sally Powell. Sally, great to have you here with us. Oh, thanks, Dan. It is always a pleasure and wonderful uh, sharing thoughts about God's Word with you. And that is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to start off this season by doing a little bit of a recap of what we were doing this fall. So if you've been around at Wildwood for the uh, past couple of years, you know we do Bible studies both in the fall and in the spring. And during the fall, our primary Bible study was over the book of Proverbs. And so we offered it in uh, four different environments. We offered it Sunday morning. And Sally, you were the teacher for the Sunday morning one. Uh, I offered it on Sunday evening. We offered it Tuesday morning. And then we offer an online option. And so we want to talk a little bit about uh, how that Proverbs study went and how we felt about it and uh, maybe some insights uh, that we got from it. So I guess the way that we can start is by talking about just how different the book of Proverbs is. Yeah, and it's absolutely different. We had some grounding points with our other books like Acts and First and Second Samuel grounded in history and characters. So we approach Proverbs and it's totally different. So I personally had to find some place that I could ground myself. And uh, thankfully, with this uh, particular approach to study uh, from the Village Church, they do that well. So for me, being given an aerial view of Proverbs helped ground me, hmm. um, an aerial view in the point of having it divided up into different sections, like uh, chapters one through nine was the introduction. And there we got to uh, see this father talking to his son in, you know, a very loving, affirming way, warning him about a lady folly and also introducing him to lady wisdom. So you have that in one through nine, and then you have 10 through 30, all of the collected sayings, these principles in which uh, we can live by to have a life that is honoring to God. Uh, and then, you, of course, you have the standalone chapter of 31. So although there was not history, so to speak, uh, in Proverbs, I was able to connect deeply um, with the different personifications of Jesus and, and my flesh and seeing my flesh there. Yeah. And that's one of the interesting things to me as well about it is even as there is no history, it takes uh, almost uh, a way that the story can be removed from us. Like when we talk about First and Second Samuel, for example, we're looking at the story of Israel. And so we see the story of Saul and primarily the story of David. And we get principles that we can apply to our lives. But you have that middle ground of that historical narrative that it's telling us that story. Here, it was much more in your face. It says, oh, absolutely. Right? This is the sure. way of wisdom, and this is the way of folly. One is the good thing to do. One is the bad thing to do. And we aren't hiding it behind a story. It's right in your face. You're doing good things. Or as I told uh, my group, the Bible is going to call you stupid at some point throughout absolutely. this semester. Yeah, uh, yeah. So much more uh, in your face. Yeah. 
Yeah, and with with David and Saul, they were uh, inserted into a historical timeline. And then, so Proverbs is from the beginning of time to the end of time, which is eternity. So yeah, it just covers Alpha and Omega. Yeah, the principles maintain regardless right. of what time it <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. And we'll be clear here, we do see that this falls within a historical environment, and yet there are principles, there's ethics that are going to transcend time and space. Right, exactly. So we're going to hold on to those. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for the here and now. So let's talk a little bit about uh, some takeaways. Having done this study, uh, what are some things that uh, stood out to you from uh, our time walking through Proverbs? Goodness, there was so much. The Lord just, he let me uh, see Proverbs in a totally new way. I love the fact that the study uh, encourages us to examine what the scripture means, to comprehend, and then to interpret it rightly and uh, to hear what it says and then to apply. So uh, mostly we jump to application. We just want to know how to live, but we skip over thinking about what the scripture really means, what it says. That's absolutely right. Uh, And one of the things that we really like about these Bible studies is this whole idea that we are trying to model good Bible study habits, right? right? Just trying to show that um, as best we can and say that, yeah, sometimes we focus so much on the observation that doesn't really happen very much. But uh, in some places, we're so focused on saying we got to know the Bible that we aren't thinking about how it actually applies to us. But this other one where we rush to application, we say we want to focus here and say, well, we need to know what it actually is saying and what it actually means before Mm -hmm. we get to applying it to our lives. Yeah, the first two involve a lot of thinking and a lot of heart. You have to um, be awake. Yeah. To get back to your question, First of all, I saw the conversation the father was having with the son as being very positive. Mm-hmm. And normally, from my past, I would see God as demanding or, you know, trying to get us to do the right thing and controlling us. But I got an entirely different impression of the father and God the father from the way he was just very lovingly uh, telling the son the places that he needed to guard against. Uh, He wanted to keep him safe. He wanted to provide for him uh, the needs that he had in order to uh, live in the way God wants him to live in in God's world. So I saw that, a different picture of God, and also just the choice between good and evil. Um, I get to choose every day. Am I going to follow Lady Folly or am I going to follow... Lady Wisdom, and am I going to follow my flesh or am I going to follow the Spirit? I'm faced with that as well as everyone else a hundred times a day um, making that choice. So there was that, and the Lord just took me from seeing Proverbs as uh, a book of uh, do's and don'ts. And whenever I taught my class, the first class I had, I, I asked this question to everyone, you know, how do you see Proverbs? And then at the end, I asked the same question, and most people had changed their view of Proverbs. But that's the Holy Spirit. That's what he does. He takes us from where we think we are living or, you know, where what we think is right to his word and his truth. And he washes his truth through 
of what we our own opinions and he just he makes it real and alive and changes us and conforms us to the image of Jesus through all of that. Boy, when I got to uh, chapter 31, I've never really liked chapter 31 because she is a woman I could never measure up to. And I see some of my friends and I think, oh, well, she could be a Proverbs 31 woman. But she was quite challenging to me because, frankly, I don't like to get up early and sew and cook and <laughs> take care of my family and do all of these other things. Um, but uh, after doing a study, a really good uh, study of chapter 31, I realized that this is Lady Wisdom. This is um, a person who is walking in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And um, a surrender to him. And this person is diligent. This person is loving. This person is caring. This person laughs at tomorrow, which is something that I'm learning to do even today. Um, I'm learning to laugh at tomorrow. As we recorded, it's right before Christmas, and I've got a big list, and um, it's not getting done. But I'm going to laugh at tomorrow because I know. God is in tomorrow, and he's going to control all of that in, in a good way. He'll lead me. Yeah, and I love how you put that in terms of the perspective of the father talking to his son. It's a father and a mother, when we talk about oh, yeah. chapter 31, right. uh, talking to this child who wants the best for their child. And so for Proverbs, but for a lot of scripture, we can view it as these are rules that you must follow. And there's an aspect to that. Let's not lean away from that. But we also want to recognize that God's will and these laws and the path of wisdom actually align with our ultimate good. Our best lives, our lives of flourishing are the lives that we are following these paths of wisdom. And so the path of following may look tempting, may look desirable. And we got that from this study right, that it says exactly. it's going to call out to you and say, this is a good thing to do. But ultimately, we have to recognize that that is the way of death and destruction and despair, even though it may not feel like that in the moment. No, but isn't God just an incredible God of compassion to, uh, yeah. to take us aside and, and show us those things? Yeah. yeah. Another thing that I got out of Proverbs was um, the main point of Proverbs, walking in the fear of the Lord. I realize that's a very vague term, but it comes down to, are we walking toward God in surrender with this heart that says, yes, 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 Lord, I do want to please you. And it makes me very sad to not please you. And um, that is walking in the fear of the Lord as opposed to turning aside and not living a life of daily repentance, uh, turning away from the Lord and actually being afraid of him. It's the difference between being in awe of God's holiness and being afraid of his wrath. And of course, as a believer, I'm no longer afraid of his wrath because of the blood of Jesus. That's been a big uh, change in my life, my spiritual growth. So let's move forward and say uh, we have some new studies coming up. Proverbs was great, but we keep on moving forward. And this spring, there's a number of Bible studies going on. We have studies in Revelation and Hebrews, but the, the one that we're going to be offering four times is a study through Psalms. 
And uh, let's put it this way. If there's someone who's never participated in one of our Bible studies before, you're going to be offering uh, the one on Sunday morning. I'm going to be participating Sunday night. We'll still have the Tuesday morning and the online one. What would you say to someone who has never done it and might be uh, considering it? Wow, I'd say get ready to jump into some more truth and to clear the air. To find out that Psalms is not just a book that you open up to uh, finding a verse to just merely get you through the day, that it's meant to show us how to talk to God. David was. He expressed himself to the Lord with raw emotion and raw truth. He didn't try to clean himself up and then come to God. He didn't try to feel a certain way and then come to God to talk with him. He just came. Um, There is a lot of emotion in the book of Psalms. I think a lot of us are afraid of joy. I think a, a lot of us are afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow. But David models in the book of Psalm what it is to be in utter distress. For instance, when Absalom, his son, was chasing him, what did he do? What did David do? He slept. And there is a Psalm that says, you know, in the middle of my agony, I will sleep. And he could lay down and sleep in the middle of this horrible circumstance because he believed God was sovereign. And that translates into my life too, and all of our listeners' lives, that we can lay down and sleep during the worst of circumstances because God is sovereign. And um, as he wrestled during, uh, you know, all of these Psalms, these prayers that he would bring before the Lord, he would always land on God's righteousness and his steadfast love. And I absolutely love that. He genuinely had a heart after God. I am very excited to dive into Psalms, and uh, there's several reasons, but uh, I'm actually going to save those for the actual class, so they're going to have to pay attention to our classes if they want to get involved with it. And if you are interested in getting involved with this, you can always go to our website, wildwoodtlh.com slash classes. You can also go to the Church Center app to find all of our offerings this spring. We'd love to have you join us for any one of those, but especially our time uh, through the Psalms as we walk through that. Well, Sally, thanks for joining me uh, this morning uh, for our time together, and I'm looking forward to walking through uh, the Psalms with you this spring. Absolutely. Thank you, Dan, for inviting me. And we'll look forward to connecting with you in a following episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Make Disciples podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. My thanks to Catherine Eckhart, the producer of this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida.